Welcome to the London Health Podcast, the second in our series of podcasts on the power of practice nursing, the future of general practice nursing in London. My name is Imogen Staverley. I am a GP at Bedworth Health Centre and workforce lead with a transforming primary care team in London. Today, Jill Rogers is interviewing Fiona White, a nurse practitioner in South West London. This podcast covers how practice nurses have navigated the COVID pandemic. Fiona highlights that practice nurses are integral to practice teams and the wider system. She also gives a fantastic array of ideas on how to maintain morale during a crisis and beyond. Today, I'm interviewing my colleague Fiona White. Thank you, Jill. My name is Fiona White. I'm a nurse practitioner in a large practice in southwest London. So it'd be really interesting, Fiona, if you're able to tell me what has sustained you in your role as a general practice nurse during COVID. Well, I work in a, a really lovely team of three nurses and three healthcare assistants, and we all have really helped each other during this COVID issue. We, we set up a WhatsApp group within the surgery, so we post things on our WhatsApp group and we put funny things as well as work-related things and that it helps us kind of keep linked in together when we're not in surgery and it poses questions and answers to for each other. I also have a WhatsApp group actually for Southwest London nurses and so I share information right the way across the sector which I think is helpful because then we're all on the same page about things. In my practice I have been the nurse manager in this practice for 26 years and the team that I've got is a really excellent team. We work really well together. I mean, there are deficiencies in all of us because we're people and we're humans and we have to work with uh, the knowledge of the outside pressures during COVID that some of my team members might um, have. And uh, we do support each other really well. We've set up a, a wobbly corner for staff in our practice so that If somebody's having a hard time or they've heard some bad news, they can go to a space where they can sit quietly, have a cup of tea, reflect, maybe contact somebody within a mental health or support or wellbeing app. There's some colouring paper and pencils there that they can draw and colour and just have a bit of time out. And sometimes when a team member has really lost it, I say, I think it's time you just go and spend five minutes in the wobbly corner. And actually, they find it quite helpful to have that space to go to. We also share things that make us feel good and also show kindness to each other, which I think is really important. We meet up every day for about 15 minutes, either to have a cup of tea and just make sure that we're all okay that day and check on each other's welfare and just exchange normal stuff as well as work stuff. We have virtual meetings for the CCG and Southwest London that I chair and actually that has enabled us to spend a bit of time together actually attending the virtual sessions, training sessions and also reflecting on the new learning which I think is helpful. I also think it's really important that you we all have the opportunity to influence and shape the future because there are so many opportunities now with the changes in practice. So we have to work together with our district nurses. 
they're under pressure as well. We have to help each other. We're not doing any referrals at the moment to the district nursing team. So we're just going out and doing those visits ourselves. And actually, although it was quite frightening to start with having to use PPE, we're really confident now and have gained expertise. And it's quite a pleasure to get out of the surgery and do something slightly different. So we really want to make sure the integrated care system actually becomes a reality and that we do work across the system together, GPs, nurses, district nurses and acute care nurses, because they help us uh, with training and education. We do a lot of laughing together and occasionally a bit of crying with each other. And I think that's helpful because we're human. So we have to share our happiness and our sorrow. And it's very sad when we hear that some of the patients that we've loved and known for a very long time have passed away, specifically from COVID, not from their comorbidities. We need to help each other reduce the risks for our team members. So shielding is important. We know that ethnicity is a factor. So half of my team are Asian. So I don't particularly want them to go out and do home visits if somebody else can do it, if there's a slight increased risk and we give them the option. And I think that's right until we know what the evidence is. Let's shield the people that we need to shield, make sure that they get the best equipment that's available and reduce their risk. We give people time out. So if we see that we're struggling a bit, I say, oh, don't come in till a bit later tomorrow because they're already doing additional hours. And I'm working with NHS England on lots of meetings, sharing learning. We're being very honest with each other and open and sharing information. And it's really great to speak to other colleagues and share things from outside the surgery. Home is really important to me as well. So I have got loads of pets and grandchildren. I have chickens and dogs and cats and tortoises. I love hatching things and I've just hatched quails. And also I have a daughter who's a doctor who's working on a COVID infected geriatric rehab unit. And I speak to her every day and it's really important to support your family because you might have a relative that's working in a COVID area and they're stressed out and they need our support and our love. What do you think has helped practice nurses most in maintaining their roles during COVID? I think doing some clinical duties that we haven't stopped doing. So immunisations in children is really important because we still got a measles outbreak occasionally, especially in southwest London. So we're doing something proactive, doing high risk smears because it's important that we uh, follow those patients up. We are reassuring patients and doing welfare checks on them. So patients that we've known really well for very many years and we know they've got a mental health issue, we just do welfare checks and phone them up and make sure that they're okay because these are patients that we see regularly anyway. Fiona, I wonder if there are any more challenging situations that you could reflect on. Still doing lots of wound care and four-layer leg ulcers and actually we're trying new things so we used to do weekly dressings but now we're doing them every two weeks and we're trying self-care bandaging and actually we are getting some improvements so we've had a couple of patients who started drinking a lot because they're in isolation and of course they're gaining weight and 
their health is reducing and they've got leg ulcers and of course it's quite difficult to manage them because when you arrange a visit they're sometimes still in bed so we've got a few challenges and for patients that we can't get hold of like the patients that have need depot neuroleptics for their serious mental health we actually phone them up arrange appointment we offer to do home visits for them and if we can't get hold of them we drop by their house and if we still can't get hold of them we phone 101 and do a welfare check with the police on them we're working together a lot more we're supporting each other We are so overwhelmed by the kindness of staff, of patients, of the public. Friends have made face masks, we've had flowers, we've had biscuits. There's a local engineering company that's made visors. Even my brother-in-law in Spain sent me 50 visors and he works in a packaging company. The kindness is absolutely overwhelming. And a lot of nurses have had similar experiences. I think the GPs are valuing us more. They suddenly realise we know a lot about infection control and they come and ask us questions all the time. And we lead training sessions in our very large waiting room on donning and doffing. We do it like a drill so that everybody knows exactly what they need to do. And we have a checklist that they can use when before they go into somebody's house so that they don't forget. And everybody joins in. And we have a bit of a laugh, really, because we all look a bit of a sight because some are in very posh machine made scrubs and others are scrubs made out of duvet covers and things. But so we're an eclectic group when we all gather together. But it's fun and we do have a laugh together. And actually that pulls the team together. We also, as nurses, are deciding on our future workload. So we we do planning each week. So we're calling in those that want the pneumococcal vaccine or their shingles vaccine. We will offer, if they're too scared to come into the surgery, we will offer it um, outside the surgery. So we've done a few where they've come to the car park at the back and we've just given their immunisation there. And I know in other surgeries they're doing drive-through services for children with immunisation and we're doing a lot of planning for the flu jabs that will need to be done in September and if the new Covid vaccine comes out I think that's going to be challenging but I know we'll work as a team and make sure we immunise as many patients as possible. I think we are sharing and developing ideas all the time together Thank you so much, Fiona. You mentioned a WhatsApp group that you set up in southwest London. Can you tell me how that support network is helping general practice nurses? I think it's keeping us connected as people and as professionals and everybody's got admin rights so they can add and post things that are worried or if they see something. Even our virtual training and education sessions Any nurse can join. We can share that link. And I think that's really important. We're sharing stories and we're helping each other. We're listening to each other. We have commonalities and the same concerns. So it's it's really important. Even daft questions that are posted on there, somebody will respond, which I think is really helpful. We need to find out what people's worries and concerns are and we need to get the answers. I don't always have the answer, but I often know somebody that might have the answer. And so we can work together. 
there's a lot of problem solving that's going on there and it's really good because you get to use your brain and we're all having to learn new things uh, around IT so zoom and using headsets I mean yesterday I had to go and get my hair untangled from a headset because I'd been wearing it for so long it had got tied up and using these new cameras and often that's a bit odd you think oh no I look terrible today but you know you've just got to get on with it and and use this new IT not only with patients but with our fellow colleagues so I think at this point in time working in general practice we're all under a bit of stress but it's a good place to be and there's so many opportunities going forward you just have to realize them work together and model our way through as things change be flexible be adaptable and be willing to change for the good of the service and for the good of our patients fiona i really appreciate you taking the time this morning to speak to to me and uh, thank you very much i want to thank jill and fiona for their contribution because it reminds us all to listen to gpns during covid and beyond By listening and giving GPNs a voice, we will enable them to support their GP family, their patients and to help shape the wider system as we move beyond the initial stages of the COVID pandemic. Furthermore, I hope Fiona also showed the strength of honesty, information sharing, teamwork and being adaptable to all clinicians. And finally, I want to thank HEE, NHSE and I Capital Nurse and HLP for their support in creating this podcast. We are bringing you a series of podcasts highlighting the power of practice nursing over the next few months. Please do subscribe to our series. Do also share your own stories of practice nursing on social media with the hashtag LondonGPN. We look forward to hearing from you.